It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomaine.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are now listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching right now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you stay in the know of every guest and every new episode that I have on the show. This one, I believe for me, will be the hardest show that I will do. Um... I I want to I want to start before I, I say why it's the hardest one for me uh, to thank everyone that has messaged me um, that has uh, checked on me 
uh, and I appreciate it. Um, and it's because of the events that happened on February 13th in my home state, in my home city of East Lansing, Michigan. I'm originally from Lansing. Uh, I lived in East Lansing. I worked in East Lansing um, and pretty much have done uh, some student work when I was out there as a student uh, out there in East Lansing. So, and I'm familiar with the campus. I'm familiar with the dorms. I'm familiar with uh, a lot of area historical buildings that are there right there on campus. So um, the events that took place on the 13th, uh, let me start for what had transpired to me finding out. I was on a podcast show that evening um, and we were talking about, we were given a recap of the Super Bowl and great show, great vibe. I had a, an amazing time. Got off of that podcast, jumped on another IG show, um, Natasha, Natasha Simona Sequence, and she has a fantastic show that she does Monday through Friday nights on Instagram. And I was in the audience just chatting it with people, and somebody had to say, hey, Marisa, did you see what was going on at MSU? Sports-minded myself, I'm thinking something happened. You know, some five-star recruit came on for, like, either basketball, football, whatever the case was, or, you know, big breaking news that took place. So I turned on the news and again, from and worked in East Lansing, I'm familiar with the campus itself. I have never seen the heavy amount of police activity that happened that, that was on campus. Um, literally every street uh, that I'm familiar with from Harrison Road uh, near Berkeley Hall, Acres Hall, uh, you go right down uh, into the heart of the campus itself was shut down. And then on the screen itself, it said active shooter. And I, in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this can't be happening. This, this can't be happening. We're, we're in February. And I think at that time before this horrific situation took place, I believe it was, we were, it was 70 or 70, I think it was, Seven in the seventies. I don't want to give exact numbers because I don't know exact numbers. It was in the seventies. We're not even two months into the year, a full two months into the year of mass shootings. So saying on the news that it was an active shooter that was that was active there on campus, and then the campus was locked down. So I had immediately gone on social media, you know, to see updates to see what was going on, and I have a lot of colleagues uh, that have students, uh, their kids on campus. So I was checking in with them first, like, hey, anybody got, you know, that's working on campus? Does it have, a, the, anybody have a student that's on campus? You know, how are your kids and everything else? And some people checked in with me and said, you know, my my kid is, got his door secured on a, in a dorm or they're at the library and they're not allowing them to leave. You know, all this feedback and all this, all this um, online chatter is happening. And so uh, I check in, also, you know, I'm, I'm looking at current events and current news. And here's the thing with media, and I will say this, and I'm going to continue on with my story. If, if it's something that is big and gratuitous like this, of this magnitude, you definitely want to be right with your information. Um, whether you're media, everybody's got an iPhone, so they're, you know, recording what's happening. 
taking pictures of, you know, suspicious activity. And the thing that you don't want to do is accuse a person, person's group of something of this magnitude and know that you're wrong. There was a lot of that that was happening. And I'm not going to call the, the individuals out that was a lot of, you know, Twitter just for a click, a like, you know, having people panic. Um, and a couple of the accounts on Twitter that I, I can definitely post and, and, and call them out, but I won't. I won't allow that in my space that had incorrect information, incorrect photos. Um, the people that they thought were responsible weren't even the people that ended up pulling the trigger and injuring all these people, which led to three fatalities. And so I'm, I'm just stuck to the TV. I'm talking to my husband and corresponding with him. And I'm like, I, what is going on? So I'm trying to call and see what was going on. The service was shut down. I didn't know what was happening with the, the power lines that was going on with the, the phone, the service and everything. And so I'm on, you know, texting people, seeing that they're okay. They're texting me back. So I'm like, okay, great. Texting works. Awesome. And so I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. I'm like, everybody, please check in what's going on, who's on campus, everything else. And then I'm telling people that I know, hey, the information you have on there, make sure that it's correct. Don't post something that it's not just because you saw somebody else post it up. We want to make sure that it's, it's right. And so shout out to Michigan State Police uh, that they have a Twitter handle and they were posting what was going on and uh, keeping everybody update, Michigan police and public safety, they were keeping everybody update of what was going on and uh, when the press conferences was and everything else. And to me, I'm watching this and I'm like, this cannot be happening. This, this another mass shooting. And mind you, this is almost the fifth year. It was almost the fifth year anniversary of Stoneman Douglas High School, that mass shooting that happened on Valentine's Day. And so I'm watching the images like this is right around the time for me to go to bed. I'm watching these images. I'm watching the breaking news. I'm trying to keep up with the updates and everything. And um, people are inboxing me. Hey, Marisa, how you doing? What's going on? Um, you know, do you have people that are on campus? Are they OK and everything else? And I'm trying to, you know, uh, send them messages back. It's like, hey, they're good. So far, so good. Everything else. So I'm seeing these updates of people getting hurt, people getting shot. Um, and then they said that one person was killed. And then my heart sank because again, this is my, it's my hometown. It's my home city. Um, it's where I lived at before moving uh, to Ohio. And then I moved to Texas. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm just in shock. This is happening again. And the one fatality, they give the update and it turns to, unfortunately, from one to three. And then it talked about uh, five people were in critical condition and this gunman is still on the loose. And I'm thinking to myself, why is this happening again? Why? Where, where is the policies? Where's, you know, gun control, gun reform? And 
literally during the, all of this, like it just, it just didn't, it just didn't feel real that this is happening in my city. And the one image that I saw on the news, uh, cause I was clicking back and forth and I, I was watching it on CNN, uh, had these students that were outside and they were talking to the media and how they were feeling. And they thought th this was a couple of students actually of the gunman coming in their class uh, where he, he, he got into the classroom. And so um, throughout the, the night, uh, they had these students that, you know, got, were able, thank God, to reconnect with their family, their loved ones, um, and thought that they were going to get harmed. They thought they, they you know, that their life was, was I mean, they, they were going to die right there um, on campus. And so uh, you got all of this activity that's happening and these police cars that were everywhere. And I'm just sitting there just watching this all unfold and seeing what happened with the people that had lost their lives and uh, the people that had critical condition and everything else. And then they had another press conference and everything else. And, and I'm grateful for the fact that um, I, I didn't have to work the next day and I didn't have any appointments the next day. The only thing I was going to do is record an episode and get on there and, um, uh, you know, talk about um, the Super Bowl and, you know, give my episode and everything else and my take from it. And all of that was irrelevant to me. And I did an Instagram live and those that follow me on Instagram, um, Marisa underscore Tigney underscore podcast. And I had woke up that next morning, Valentine's Day, and I just sat there. And I'm like, I just find this therapeutic. I said, I don't know who's going to click on here. I don't know who's going to be listening to me. I don't know who's, you know, going to be chatting with me at the moment. I just wanted to go on there, record a vulnerable space, just woke up, you know, hair, you know, I put, pulled my hair back, sitting on the edge of my bed and just box of tissues and just let out all of my emotions. And you know, just a lot of questions. And I was like, just, you know, why did this have to happen? Why this individual had no connection with Michigan State and its campus and, you know, the student body and all of that. And the, uh, the individual did, uh, when police did approach them, took his own life. Um, and I'm not going to mention his name on the show. I'm not going to give him any kind of space whatsoever on here. I'm not going to do that. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomaine.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. 
you can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H E A R D T H A T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The three people that unfortunately were deceased was uh, uh, two juniors and a sophomore. Uh, Ariel Anderson was a junior from Gross Point. Brian Frazier was a sophomore from Gross, Gross Point. And Alexandria Werner um, was a junior from Clawson, Michigan. And these three beautiful souls had their lives ahead of them robbed by someone who was selfish and didn't care and just his motive was to go in there and and do harm and may it, it did harm and it didn't in, uh, affect a lot of people on campus and, you know, five people are still in the hospital. I think the update is that two of them are still in uh, critical condition. One moved from um, critical to serious and two are in fair condition, still in the hospital. And out of this tragedy, out of this unfortunate, unfortunate, horrific tragedy is where you saw the power of compassion and love and from all sides, and many of you all that have followed me on, on this show now for almost three years, know that uh, I talk sports, Michigan fan, you know, and all that. And that, the rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State, all of that, it was secondary. It, it didn't even matter at this point. Um, to see people from all walks of life, to see... Uh, the Big Ten, different schools and different teams, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Indiana, Purdue, Iowa, um, Penn State, Rutgers, Maryland, come and be that support for Michigan State and be that support for the, the, the student body, the athletes, uh, the teachers, the faculty, the coaches. Um, it was powerful to see that uh, everybody, whether you attended Michigan State or not, was Spartans drawn. Everybody. And, it, and it, that was just so incredible for me to see that uh, Michigan and Michigan State played the other night and to see um, Coach Howard and his staff and the players all wear Spartan strong t-shirts and buttons, um, Coach Barnes, Erico, um, to see her team all were Spartan strong, as well as her coaching staff, uh, to see other teams pour their support into everybody in East Lansing. It, it was it was an incredible incredible thing, um, to see Coach Izzo full of emotion before the Michigan-Michigan State game. 
um, you, you just, you just, you saw where people rose up to the occasion and realized that hate and any form of that had no place on that campus and that everybody was going to do whatever they can to support uh, Michigan State University. And, you know, from the White House to around the world, literally, people around the world, you can see that online and in the news and on television. It, 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 was, it, was, so, it was so amazing to see that. Um, I'm still gutted from it. I'm still sad about it. Um, I have tissues nearby in case I break down on my own show uh, because it just, it just, it just, it just shows, it showed me uh, a couple of things. One, how people can come together uh, on a, in times like this, uh, in a serious situation like this and um, wrap their arms around the people that are hurting. And it isn't about rivalry. It isn't about um, points. It isn't about standings. It isn't about, um, you know, getting ready for a tournament of, of any kind. It's about humanity. It's about uh, love and all of its purest forms of it. And that's what was showcased throughout the, the, the hours and the days uh, and the weeks. Because again, this happened on the 13th and we're almost done with February by the time this episode drops. Hate had no place being on that campus on the 13th of February at night, Eastern Standard Time. And it still has no place. There are questions that I still have. And I hope that they get answered, especially for these families that are impacted, realizing that their child is never going to come home. I gut for them. Um, my heart breaks for them. Um, I, I, I hope that there is some kind of law from the House of Representatives there in the Senate uh, there at the White House to a city that is hurting right now and many cities that have been affected so far this year with unfortunate gun violence. The image that really, really stood out to me, though, heard that nation, is that there were students on the phone calling their loved ones, let them know that they were okay. But there were a couple of students that were wearing uh, Stoneman Douglas t-shirts, sweatshirts, um, and I felt for them in the way that this has triggered them again, because they dealt with this coming up and it now already has been the fifth year anniversary of that horrific day that happened on Valentine's day. And, and I lost it and I lost it seeing that, um, and that's an image that I'm, I'm not going to shake. And, and there's several images that I'm not going to shake from, from that day. 
But from that day, um, I'm hopeful that some laws will come out in that city, especially with those three families that are grieving and the other families that are impacted with the five people still in the hospital. Something has to change with gun control and gun reform. Something has to come forward. And I'm not a politician. I'll make the laws and, and you know, I'm not um, political savvy by any means. You know, I'm just a person that uh, is a voter, uh, has this podcast, uh, talks about, you know, things with sports and entertainment and movies for fans, by fans, talk about mental health and wellness, talk about small businesses, but I do have a voice, whether it be out there to the masses, those that have followed me, and I appreciate all the support. I really do. And again, thank you to those that, um, you know, have responded to me after I posted my emotional video on Instagram on Valentine's Day. But I'm a doer. And, you know, I, I want to do so much for my city and I want to act. Um, and people that have known me for a very long time know that I am a public service servant of my surroundings and what I can do, how I can help uh, make an impact in nonprofits and work in the community and all that. So uh, I'm going to link up with some people. I don't know where to start at. And, you know, those that hear this and send me a message and and DM me and, and all that. And I appreciate that before to start with, uh, because I definitely want to get involved. Um, that's my home. That is, you know, Lansing's my home. East Lansing's my home. That's my city. Uh, and do I know everybody in that city? No. <laughs> um, but I know many people. I know enough people to where, you know, a group of people, it takes one match to light a flame but it takes many people to light their matches and the flames to grow and to shine brighter and to be brighter and to spark change and that's what i i pray for and that's what i hope for that change does happen not only for my home city but around the world and many cities and many states have been impacted horribly by these events um it's, it's just it's just sad and, and it something needs to change and something needs to happen. Um, and so I will continue to speak on this and hopefully, um, you know, do whatever I can on this platform uh, and beyond out there in the community to help with change. Um, and I welcome suggestions, especially those that are there in East Lansing and Lansing and the surrounding cities, um, you know, what can this woman do uh, to help? Because that's what I definitely want to do. So um, I appreciate, again, everybody that has uh, been supportive and shown their love for East Lansing and, and uh, the city of, in the state of Michigan and those amazing people. Uh, I and praying for those families uh, of those that had to hold services for their children. Uh, and I, I'm not a parent. I'm an auntie. I'm a friend. I'm a sister. 
I'm a wife, so I cannot imagine what these parents are going through burying their children. I can't. Or any person that had to bury their child. I, I can't. Um, I can't picture that whatsoever. But I, I lend my support and I lend my heart uh, to all of those that are impacted in that beautiful city that I'm from, that I'm proud of. I'm proud of my city. I'm proud to represent a city that I love and uh, the people that are there. So um, follow me for more updates on uh, Heard That with Marisa.com on my website. And I appreciate everyone's support. And I thank you for those that are listening and that we're watching. And as I always end the show, take care and stay safe and love everybody. Hate doesn't belong here. And I'm out of here. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.